I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm the scat man, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. The North London Derby is back and Lampard faces Bills are again. It's Friday the 4th of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm the scat man. <laughs> and I'm Jim Campbell. Two scat men out of three. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm happily leaving you to your little... You've done... I think he's done a scat man before quite recently. Anniversary of his death yesterday. Oh, was it? Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. There's always a reason. Okay, Jim. Well, I'm not Still not the scat man? No. no I'm... No. What, you, what you're into is what you're into. I'm not going to judge as long as no one else is getting hurt. Ba, ba, it's not for me. That not that the Queen song? Yeah, a little bit. It's going to go mixes into either. People don't... Respect the follow-up single Scatman's World. In oh, Scatman's World was brilliant. Ah, he's <laughs> back on brilliant. Back in the room, it we was, can start the show. He's late Scatman John. It was, it was uplifting, wasn't it? Because yeah. you think, someone like Scatman John, you think he's only going to be a one-trick pony, because how, where else do you take that? But, you know, the, the initial song has got a bit of a brooding darkness to it. The second one, uplifting. Hmm. Yeah. Don't see it coming. Um, apologies to everyone under the age of 30 listening to this. <laughs> Yeah, because if you don't know who that is, then that name is 
possibly going to throw you. Yeah. yeah. And also, you've missed out on a huge part of popular culture because like, exactly. you're being too young. Exactly. He's, he's somewhere with Ebenezer good right now, is all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we had a bit of Europa League action last night, didn't we? Mm. Wins uh, for uh, for Arsenal and who else was there? Uh, Rangers. I was just thinking of the British sides. I was about to say wins for Arsenal and Spurs, but of course Spurs did no... They were pegged back. They, they were. It, was a, it was a last minute goal, if you will. Like that. Yeah. Good. Very good, mate. Do you? Um, by the way, a little word on Rangers. They, they beat Standard Liège 3-2. 23 games unbeaten this season. Going great guns. 18 mm. clean sheets. Yeah. They've conceded a few goals in the Europa League. And it's also, they? it's interesting because it's going so well for Celtic as well. So. <laughs> I know, and I know that, that that city's very united. They like to uh, encourage each other, <laughs> yeah. drag each well, other That's up. what Jim said. That is what Jim yeah. said. Um, <laughs> can, I, can I spare a, a, a quick thought for... Scotty um, Arfield? No, I'm going to take it away from Rangers, Marcus. Oh, well, I was just going to say the Wigfield chant. The Wigfield oh, yeah, yeah, song. Yeah, we yeah. found out, many yeah. of you tweeted in and said, we that did. is uh, mm. dad. Wait, Jim. Scotty Arfield. That's what it is. That's where it comes from. Two things on that. (laughs) Apparently, Lindisfarne, who were responsible for Fog on the Tyne, tried to sue Wigfield for Saturday night being a rip-off of Fog on the Tyne. Which is a reach, isn't it? Yeah, why are you suing Wigfield? What's she done? And a friend of mine once pointed out that there is a background sound in Saturday Night by Wigfield, which sort of, it kind of goes doink, doink, doink the whole way through it. And he said it sounds like a goose in a Mega Drive. And (laughs) And you can't unhear it. You can't unhear it. Why are we talking about Wigfield? I don't know. Why are we talking about Rangers? Well, (laughs) well, because they won in the Europa League, Jim. They've been very impressive. And uh, you should give Stephen Gerrard a bit of credit. Um, Can I perhaps bring to the table that the Lask manager has the best name in football. Go on. Dominic Thalhammer. Nice. It's pretty strong, that. It's a great name. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dominic Thalhammer. Well, when Moyes is done with West Ham, which might not be for many years, the way he's playing, yeah. get him in there. Yeah. I see that, yeah. It certainly works. Yeah, it um, work. But the big news, of course, other than Arsenal getting a fairly routine win, was that there was 2,000 fans at the Emirates gym. Yes. Um, and they were, they were, they were, every one of them was clapped by the stewards when they came into the ground, which was quite nice. That is a nice touch, isn't it? Mm. And it's funny, like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys, um, had the same thing, but, um, the crowd noise sounded weird when Arsenal scored the first goal. And I was like, oh, it's because it is, because it's real. Yeah. But it's funny how you, yeah. you get used to the, the fake stuff or the, the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt a bit like, um, Drinking a full fat can of Coke after only having Diet Coke for a while. <laughs> yeah, taste is very did. noticeable. I guess it it's did. a very noticeable taste. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you were talking about Scatman earlier. Don't look at me like that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I stand by that. The, the things you miss, like um, just the crowd shouting man on. Mm. Yeah, like stuff Little like that. bits and pieces like that. And also, I think you could see... I mean, maybe this is um, maybe this is us projecting onto it, but it, Arsenal seemed energised by having the crowd behind them. Like, their, their play had a lot more, a lot higher tempo than we've been used to from them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Arteta said they made a huge contribution. There was only two thousand, but it felt like it's, it, it felt and sounded like a lot more. Sort of generic joke about Arsenal fans being quite. Uh, Shout out to. Um... As I now would like us to call him a Gubbasaurus. Yeah. Because <laughs> he contributed hugely to a massive gubbing for uh-huh. Arsenal. He got a glorious welcome. Great to not? see him, though. Yeah. yeah. Mascot. That's the thing. You Whichever see. one he is. When we- <laughs> Whichever one it is in there. Whenever you- it's good to see Ozil still making a contribution. I was about to say, his employer's obviously <laughs> yeah. not giving him the night off, and nor should he. But I-, I read something earlier today about fans going back to the stadium. I think there was an interview in one of the newspapers from a fan who had been to this Arsenal game. 
And they made a really good point. And it's something that maybe has been perhaps a little bit lost after everything that all football fans have been through over the last year is that it's not just about the game itself, right? It's the rituals of, of mm-hmm. going to meet your friends or going to the pub or mm. whatever it may be. Now, I know some of those things still aren't available to, to football fans, but the whole routine and ritual of going to watch your team play mm. is a lot more than just the game, right? Yeah. So people might find that they've missed a lot more than they actually realise that mm-hmm. comes along with going to watch their team. And I hope that the guys who went to the to the game last night, to all 2,000 of the, the fans, uh, enjoyed it. And I hope it's a sign of, of many more things to come. And I hope we can stay on top of it because it's a really, really big part of the culture, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it really is. And and uh, what a goal to uh, to welcome them back into the stadium. Mm. I mean, one can say, well, it was quite straight down the down the barrel of the goalkeeper and all this kind of stuff. But the it's swerve, swerve and the hit. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It's good to see because yeah. Lacazette has, uh, I think it was eight games without a goal before that and he mm. needed one. I think, you know, mm. that even though there weren't a crowd there, they were somehow still getting on his back a little bit. Um, <laughs> but that's how it feels. Because, you know, sort of as, as you were saying last week, Luke, it's like that stuff now comes out on social media, doesn't it? Yeah. You see it on Instagram and Twitter and things like that. It's like aimed at the players a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it was good. It was an energetic performance from him and really impressive. It's, it's a funny one because you would think that it would give the team confidence ahead of the weekend, but basically none of those players are going to play. Well, some of them will feature, but a lot of those players will, will naturally won't feature. So you think it just gives a lot of confidence to players that aren't going to be involved. So does that, like, how helpful mm. actually it's, it's is the, that? It's the age old thing though, Jim. It's like, it's just like a bit of a cliche, but traditionally coaches have said probably... Well, go and show me why you should be in the team. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not being picked for a reason. Go and show mm. me why you should be in the team. And well, uh, a bit of competition is usually healthy for a squad. Yeah. Apart yeah. from Pepe, who said, look, you can't play at the weekend because no. you're a yeah, fucking you're, idiot. Because you're an idiot. So you play yeah. tonight. Although Arteta was still fuming at him over sort of dallying over a shot at one point as well. Yeah. So he, he played really well other than that. But it's 16 goals in the Europa League for Arsenal this season, 10 in the Premier League. Mm. That is not not ideal, is it? Arsenal's, Arsenal's like... Um, I mean, on the Lacazette goal, I was just going to say very quickly, it's one of those goals where you see it first and you think, well, what a goal. Mm. And you watch it from the other angle and it moved a lot, but you were not used really that often to seeing keepers big mm. from that, from that kind no, of No, I know what you mean, mm. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. What, what did you think of, uh, there was a little kid in the, in the crowd with the banner saying, uh, bring Mezit back. I mean... Just he should be a, a, a one of, of, of a number of uh, growing voices. A lot of people are saying that, aren't they? Yeah. They're saying, oh, I should play Ozil, but he's not in the squad, is he? So, yeah. like, when do they get to play, redo play, the squad? Play Messi. Is it like fantasy football? Like, you get to the, the reset. Card. Yeah, the wild, the wild card. card. Can yeah. he play the wild card? That's what I want to know. But a few people have been calling for him to get back in um, the side at some point. Paul Merson said he should be brought back in, and he said, but if you play Ozil, you've got to play party. He said, if you don't play party, you don't play Ozil. I think I comes pa- Arsenal needs to play party as many games as possible. I yeah, definitely absolutely. agree with that. He might be fit for the weekend. He's certainly been mm. back in training, so that's hopeful. I mean, Jim, David is, Seaman said that Arsenal... Uh, listen Ozil, to what David Seaman's exactly. got to say, Jim. Uh, he yeah. said it, and I, he said it with a bit of spunk as well, but he said Ozil should be brought back into the side. Do yeah, you I mean, think Ozil has a future at Arsenal at no, all? No, but this was always going to happen, mm. and it was always going to happen all season. Mikel, uh-huh. Mikel Arteta would have known that yeah. when he left him out of the squad. I imagine that he will leave him out of the squad again in January, which is, I believe, when they're sort of re-upped. Because he's just, he's clearly, he's had enough of the problems he causes. And I think, you know, we'll never really truly know how fair or unfair things have been on Ozil, because I'm not sure we'll ever get the full story. But mm-hmm. I, I, clearly, he's not the future, is he, at Arsenal? Could he do a Gareth Bale? And Well, I mean, he is currently doing a bit of a Gareth Bale, but then go back to his former side and then do sort of OK... I think he getting back at getting back at Real Madrid. I think Jay Z will get him on a free. <laughs> yeah, we. Don't, my, my, uh, that's definitely going to happen. And, and we'll it'll be the Özil whisperer. He'll yeah. get he'll get brilliant performances out of him. He'll flourish at Spurs. 
<laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the North London derby, certainly on the weekend, everybody. I, I mean, am not. Well, you, 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 <laughs> I think you say that, but pumped. that's 100% like a one and Arsenal win. <laughs> yeah, 100%, like, completely opposite to what you expect. Well, yeah, Jim, you, you say about this win for Arsenal, does it mean that much? Well, you it's know, not, does it mean that? I understand much, what you mean. What, would you would rather they won than they didn't, quite clearly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and a little bit of confidence, even if it's to substitutes, there's, there's still something there. Whereas, whereas Tottenham Hotspur drawing 3 3 away uh, at Lask, of course. And Mourinho's comments after the game, I think there's a question of attitude, which I have experienced before, even at Majesty United. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> so may, he can get so many digs into so mm. few words, yeah. Jose. It's incredible. I, I love it. I mean, that's Van Hal esque as well. Van Hal's going, yeah, I, I know what you mean, Jose. I know what you mean. And he said, the fact that the Europa League group phase doesn't motivate some of the players, I knew it. Yeah. And he did. He, he basically saying, when we go to some of these smaller places, he says, I know that some of the players aren't up for it. Empty stadiums and, and whatnot. I'm just mm. disappointed. I've just seen another picture of what Dominic Thalhammer looks like. He doesn't look that intimidating. No. I'd want him to look like a bit like Thor. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't. He just looks like a kind of accountant. Okay. That's a shame. Yeah, disappointing. Uh-huh. Maybe he's really handy around the house. So, yeah, maybe. So, sorry, Michael, I wasn't listening to the question. Um, yeah. Some of Spurs' players have got a poor attitude. Oh, is that right? Jose's right. piping up all the time. Though, yeah. isn't he? Some of them are really bad at saving shots. Well, is that, I mean, is it that wasn't fair. Is that a dig at Joe Hart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in, in a way, it's three digs at Joe Hart. <laughs> no, the third goal was Two, I'd say. I'll give you two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Third I think, goal I think was a lovely by the, one. By the third one, you've got, you got to be a bit more aware of them shooting from distance because you keep fucking up, haven't you? To be fair, he made some good saves early on, but I suppose you can't bank them when the goal. He made going. a really good save before the first did. Um, last goal, but it wasn't a vintage night at the office for Joey Hart, it was wasn't. it? Let's make no. that absolutely. It, it fell short of the standards he expected himself. <laughs> you always say that, Jim. <laughs> he always says it. He hasn't said it for a while. I no, think he said it once in like 2010. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going. No, this is the standard I have now. <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah. but, but Spurs, though, you know, they they could do something in the Europa League. I mean, to be fair, I I, I, I take what sort of. Jose saying, you know, poor attitude is is not what you want to see ever, even if you're going into smaller games. But with a team like Spurs, you know, some of those players recently played in the Champions League final. Um, they, they, you would expect them to grow into this tournament. They, I mean, they could win the, yeah. the Europa League for crying out loud. They, they could do well, absolutely. But they they, they face Arsenal next. Mm. Um, Eric Dyer has said uh, Mikel Arteta is the most exciting young coach in the league. They're all being like coached in shithousery by. Jose, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. That's what this is. I'm completely. Yeah. It's very clever, actually. I don't know if I've noticed this before that he, he he's got his lieutenants, hasn't he? And Eric Dyer's clearly one. He's, oh, we he's said this before. Fan of he Eric loves Dyer. Eric. He loves Eric. Like his Man United days, yeah. weirdly, isn't he? He loves him a long well, we time. Knew it. As soon as Mourinho came along, we were like, right, well, Dyer's definitely in, and Winks is going to get even less football than he did. There's, there's some footage in the Amazon documentary where you can see Mourinho and Xiao uh, Sacramento looking at Eric Dyer, and they're both saying, "Oh, he's a great player." And yeah. Great player. yeah, he's just loves. He just loves. Yeah, he him. does. And yeah. I, you know, Talk to me in Portuguese, Eric. <laughs> but remind me of the, of the old country. <laughs> <laughs> there is a point. Let's get some wine out. We haven't trained yet. Get some wine out. There's a point in the documentary as well when he says, you know, they need to know when to be mm-hmm. typical Spurs players, let's yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, and clearly, clearly, Dyer's doing that, isn't yeah. he? But off the pitch, and they're coaching it. And fair play, I suppose, where it's due. But um, well, he, jo- Jose Mourinho did respond to that. He was asked about that, and he said, "Oh, you know, there's lots mm. of good young coaches around." He, d- he didn't really rise to it. Well, he said, he said uh, about Arteta, he won an important competition that you cannot deny. Mm. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, did he really win it though? It was like a Roberto Di Matteo Champions League sort of situation. And um, to be Arsenal coach, you have to be good. 
but I want to respect the other coaches I do not know well. Yeah. What does that mean? Nothing, Jim. Yeah. It doesn't mean, yeah, anything. It doesn't mean <laughs> anything, does it? And now we're talking about that. But I think, and his I think, Instagram. I think for Mourinho's point... <laughs> probably on the Arsenal training ground, literally right now, going, what does that mean? I think for What's Mar- he on about? From Mourinho's point of view, though, he's, it's a shithouse question to be asked. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of your players has said that the Arsenal coach is a good coach. Great. Mm. So what are you telling us for? It's the worst question since that guy from TalkSport asked Mourinho to follow him back on Instagram. Oh, God. Was that, uh, not a question, it's more of a demand. Yeah. <laughs> Mourinho just didn't even respond. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then he just went, all right, I'll ask you a question. Then. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, was, it was poor. I, 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 I think that this um, is an interesting one. I mean, what do you think, Jim, um, of, of Arsenal and the sort of lack of creativity. Ian Wright has been calling for Willian to be swapped for Reese Nelson, saying that Willian's a bit negative, which is surprising because one can immediately think of Willian scoring great goals, you know, mm. being very quick and so on, but he's done a lot no, he at hasn't. Arsenal. It's not, it's like he's left a yard of pace at Stamford Bridge almost. Mm. Like he's, he's not really affecting goals. He's got three assists, but two of those were on the opening day against Fulham, and obviously they were, they were far from <laughs> up to speed at that point. Yeah. Um, so. I think Nelson's been very good in in the, the what I've seen of him this season, so I think that's that's fair. But I mean, Arteta really, really wanted him, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and his set piece delivery is really good. Although I guess if you got free kicks and you constantly give them to David Luiz, that doesn't matter. Mm. Why they do that, I don't know. Um, do you not remember that one in the 2014 well, World is, Cup? Well, this is it. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be like like Roberto Carlos on, on the that, yeah. Um But I can see why he wanted to buy William, because, and I was I was surprised at the outcry. Of people criticising that move, it's the money, I think, though. Yeah, but but that's yeah, but I mean, that that's, that's doesn't really. What difference does that make? Well, two hundred grand a week for a player that's not likely to improve is a lot, and it's a three year contract. But for every but for every time that someone says that about a player like William, you can say, well, okay, one, look at what he's won, look at his experience, look at what he can bring to the younger players in the team, mm-hmm. look at the example he can set, something that Arsenal were crying out for. Mm-hmm. Um, as far I've, I've been led to believe that William's a really good pro, I don't know yeah. that. Um, it, fine, it hasn't necessarily worked out for him so far. He's not been terrible or anything. He's contributed mm. a bit. A bit. Uh, yeah. But, He's but, not been affecting games that, that much. But the point is, Arsenal's shots per game, touches in the final, in the penalty area, all goals, is, is abysmal in the Premier mm. League. And that's not because they've signed William. That's yeah, because yeah, yeah, it yeah. looks like Arteta's trying to shore them up at the back and make them solid and make yeah. them tough to beat. And then maybe he's going to work on the forward. Now, look, have they been tough to beat? Not really. Have they not? Have they stopped mm. conceding goals? No. Mm. Yeah. But that's what he's trying to do to mm. me. And it's an overhaul of a whole club, not yeah. just a team. Absolutely. And I think William being a lightning rod for that is because people need something to to kind of latch onto, and they've kind of got bored of making it about Urzil. I think, and now it, people are talking about Arsenal. It was Ian Wright who said some, it, by the way. There's some, yeah, <laughs> there's some yeah, truth yeah. in that, but but some people have been critical of William. Jim. No, no, no. But I, the, the, yeah, but I think I think that's been justified. I think in in a sense, both of those things are actually true. And also, it's funny yeah. to me that people think Urzil would come back in and be this like galvanising figure that would lead the team because that's never been the player that you he need is. to forget about him. Yeah, exactly. Need to forget about him and move on. Uh, um, but yeah, I think with William. I'm hopeful that it is just a coincidental, perhaps bad patch of form or adjusting to a new team because the worry was that you're signing a player who's a little bit older, who's who's got a lot of mileage uh, on the clock um, and that he the drop-off might start now. But his injury record's really, really good. He barely missed any time at all at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So that tends to be something that means players play at a higher level for longer. So hopefully, um, hopefully we'll start uh, seeing the best of him soon. Yeah, um... Is this going to be the game where Gareth Bale clicks? He um, 
He should have squared it to Son yesterday, shouldn't he? And it's I like it the penalty. He's not that. Arsenal did it that time. But lack of confidence. Yeah. Do you know? What? I'm just going to pass this. Yeah. When, when Arsenal did that, by the way, they were one nil up. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> taking the piss. Um, yeah. Well, well, Mourinho said something interesting about him. I think it was Mourinho. Someone said it. I'm fairly certain it was Mourinho saying he's worried about his injuries. Hmm. Didn't say he's injured. Hmm. So he's worried about his injuries. Yeah. And that could that could sort of speak to perhaps a, a, a larger psychological problem or you could look at it and say it's been a really weird year anyway mm-hmm. it's been a really difficult patch for him because he's not played an awful lot and he's still coming up to speed and Andy called it I think right when he said look Bale's a player who needs probably seven, eight, nine games in a row and, mm. he's, and it's difficult to see him getting that at the moment because Spurs are the team they are and they're doing well so Part of me thinks just because I've watched football for a very long time that this will be a 1 0 win to Arsenal, mm-hmm. and everyone will be like, What? How's yeah. that even possible? I mean, actually, but Spurs Arsenal, are a better team. They're a they are a better team. team in better form um, with a manager who is, you know, is so good at figuring out Arsenal. Um, and I, I would love um, for your um, prediction to come true, but I am. Reticent to back it myself. Indeed. Well, we're looking forward to that one, Jim. Certainly. Yeah, we are. And uh, by the way, there's a brand new episode of On the Continent out now, I should say. Got to get that plug in there. Um, this week, uh, Dotton and Andy were joined by David Cartilage to unpack the aforementioned Real Madrid's woes after they slumped to yet another Champions League defeat in midweek. Maybe, this, maybe they should have kept Gareth Bale. And they also asked what was going on with Eden Hazard, who again hobbled off with injury last weekend. And David gives his insight on Manuel Pellegrini's Real Betis, mm. uh, who only joined in July, but the West Ham slide already seems to be setting <laughs> in, sadly. Head over to Football Ramble Presents now and subscribe. Just search Football Ramble Presents wherever you get your podcasts. I wonder if we should... It's David Cartledge. He is a Brit, mm-hmm. but he's an expert on Spanish football. Let's start the campaign now to start calling him David. Yes. yes. Because if we're calling David Moyes, David Moyes, yeah. because he spent two minutes in Spain, <laughs> David Cartledge should be called David Cartledge. David Moyes. Opinion. All right. Well, maybe we'll mention David Moyes after the break. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. 
This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Join us for a very Clash of the Titles Christmas because we're doing what every family does at this time of year. Arguing about which film is better. We've proof this pod is good for your elf as Elf takes on Santa Claus the movie. With Santa Claus the movie, for years I couldn't walk past a slice of ham. (laughs) 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 Reaching for it like a grubby... Straight uh, We're doing that festive thing of overindulging in sweet stuff. It's the holiday versus love, actually. I've never seen women apologise so much for being women as in the holiday. And yes, they are Christmas movies. We've got Die Hard versus Lethal Weapon. I'm so bored of that question, so let's flip it. Is Christmas a Die Hard movie? (laughs) (laughs) That's Clash of the Titles this December. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Clash of the Titles is a Sakhanov production. Merry Christmas. I'm quite a placid guy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Rebel Preview Show, sponsored by Betway, everybody. Oh, oh Royston. Right, time for this. Just even a show at footballrebel.com Right now, so Peter on this or Kate or Jules or Jim or Andy Luke All my kids can read it out Well Hi everyone, we've got an email from Ian Grieg and he says simply Hi guys, in response to the story about the kid not getting the French national team signatures he wanted, I have a story about getting signatures I didn't want. <laughs> Ungrateful. One I think Luke would appreciate. Back in, 1990, back in the 1990-91 season, after falling in love with football following Italian 90, my uncle, who is a Southampton season ticket holder for life, invited me to the Dell for a home game. My 10-year-old self was excited but realised I didn't know any of the players and didn't even really care for this team as a surprise my uncle had graciously managed to get me the signatures of all of the first team including club legend Matt Letizier and future all-time Premier League goal scorer Alan Shearer I have no memory of the game at all and on getting home from the game decided I didn't really like Southampton and didn't want the notebook of signatures I threw this notebook of signatures (laughs) in the bin (laughs) Vish-esque level sort of like heel behaviour 
Matt Tissier's probably got a conspiracy theory about that. He will have, yeah. yeah, yeah. Notable conspiracy theorist and ex-footballer yes. Matt Tissier. That's right, yeah. I, this reminds me of a story. <laughs> I love that, it's so ungrateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's somebody, uh, we, we mentioned this before, I think it was uh, a story from a friend of the Ramble, Rupert Fryer, who said that uh, a friend of his, who's he's a bit sort of Keegan-esque, this guy, he's a bit unlucky. Uh, but things happen to him and he's, he's just very unfortunate. <laughs> and uh, they were at an England game at Wembley years ago when England played a friendly against Portugal, when I think Alan Shearer scored in that game. And they all ran down to get Eusebio's signature. And Eusebio was there and he signed a load of them and he got to uh, Rupert's mate. Because Eusebio, you know, obviously he's. Just... Can you use his full name, please? Eusebio and Coyle. Eusebio and Coyle. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, he was sort of moving along the line, but obviously he was going up the tunnel. So he was signing a few signatures. He got to Rupert's mate and he went, Oh, can I have a signature? And he just went, No! And walked off. <laughs> It's just like, this guy's so unlucky. My friend, I might have told this story before, my friend waited for hours outside a golf club because there was a charity golf tournament Mm. and there were a lot of Arsenal players there. This is back in the day. And um, he waited for hours and hours. And as the Arsenal players started to come out, the first player to come out was um, John Jensen. Oh, yeah. And he said, can I have your autograph, please, John? John just went, no, fuck off. Oh, no. Which made my friend cry. Yeah. And then he... Wasn't, did he? Could, did could, that could, happen? Called, told him to fuck off. Look, he was a tough tackler in every, in every aspect of life. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Right. Don't make me say the F word again on this show, please, Marcus. <laughs> You're flying up the swear word table. Um, what about this? Hello and greetings from Potsdam in Germany. Continuing the theme of dad behaviour at football matches. No, we like this. We have yes. to keep this going. Oh, yeah. If you're listening out there, you know the um, you know the jingle. Dad behaviour at football matches is what we want to hear about show at footballramble.com Tom says I thought I'd share this one from my dad before moving to Germany for work I was a Watford season ticket holder for almost 20 years to his credit my dad bought us both season tickets for a few years and would drive us there every week Sure, he'd want to beat the traffic, in quotes, every game, even though we only live five miles away. But he'd let me walk down the road and meet him somewhere quieter than the car park after the game. Anyway, we'd always get to games early, and I'd go down to the tunnel to meet away team players like Alan Shearer, Michael Owen, Teddy Sheringham. Um, And it was from that tunnel that I once looked back at my seat and for some reason saw my dad playing the recorder. (laughs) Yes, that irritating instrument many of us had to bash in at primary school. Unbeknownst to us all, he decided he'd learn to play it. Where? How's he done that? How's he got it in there? Yeah. How do you... Where, Up his sleeve, probably. Yeah. Just, just, no, but... <laughs> no, that... How's he learned to play this thing without his family knowing? So my dad, for some reason, decided Vicarage Road was the place to get his practice in away from my mum's attention. Fortunately, musical talent does not run in the family, and he soon binned that idea, and we've never spoken about it since. Very odd. So you were... Incredibly odd. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you look through the football ramble win box and you think, this story is a lie. Yeah. This one's too weird to be a yeah, lie. Exactly. It's too specific. I like to think that maybe at this, at, at, at this point in, in the year, perhaps this weekend, Tom and his dad are up in the attic getting the Christmas decorations down and out of one of the boxes falls a recorder, bangs on the floor, they look mm-hmm. at each other. Nothing mm-hmm. is said, mm. and they carry on about their day. Yeah. It is a recorder of which name must never be spoken. <laughs> yeah. Although, actually, you know, Everton come out to uh, the theme from Z Cars, don't they? Yeah. Famously. Quite a whistly theme. Yeah. Show. A guy I know uh, who is a Watford fan told me that Watford certainly used to do that in the past, and this might even be around the same time. So maybe eventually he did learn a different instrument, a different wind instrument. I'm sure it's a transferable skill, and that's actually him. Well, you say that, and I, I'm led to believe part of the reason kids are taught to play the recorder it's because it is exactly that, a gateway instrument. Mm. It's kind of a way to feel your way around how 
you know the pitching goes and how the how you can play the notes, then you could perhaps move on to I don't know something a bit more eighties like the saxophone <laughs> with the decks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't get. The, I mean, they're I, all doing that at school these days. Oh, Mark. absolutely. It's, it's, oh, happy just, slapping just, decks. <laughs> Happy slapping decks, push pops, super soakers. Nerf. Nerf. Yeah, remember that? They're still relevant. Still Nerf guns. Them. Still get them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What were you going to say? Um, I just find it odd that, yeah, that he would practice at Vicarage Road and that he would be allowed to practice yeah, the record yeah. of Vicarage Road. I mean, go to a, go to a noisy place because, you know, if you do any sort of rubbish bits then it won't be obvious it's a re- I mean it is obvious when you're holding yeah. a fucking recorder in yeah, a football I, I'm not having it Jim mm. it's not the guy brushing his teeth no, we, yeah. no, but that's it's weirder than that though isn't it much because weirder than that that's how weird it is it's Noisier. much weirder well, than that people often say that like starting out in stand-up comedy <laughs> it's like learning an instrument in public but yeah, but the, the why actually do that? Like, why, why actually learn an instrument in public? Yeah. I just want to take a moment to remember that guy brushing his teeth at Stanford Yeah, it was Bridge. great, wasn't it? It's one of the greatest moments of the Premier League. So if yeah. you've got any examples of dad behaviour mm. at football matches or anywhere else, let's be honest. Yeah. Musical uh, dad behaviour if possible. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, show at footballramble.com. That'll yeah. be really handy. Love, a bit Love of to that. hear from that. Gentlemen, let's go back into uh, the Premier League. Chelsea face Leeds. Uh, Chelsea and Leeds have a, a bit of a weird rivalry, don't mm. they? An historic Absolutely. rivalry. I would love mm. the cameras to um, turn off the HD for this one. Mm-hmm. Get old cameras in. Make this look like the 70s. <laughs> and cut that pitch up. Yeah. Well, Chelsea have won 34, Leeds 39 in this very intense uh, rivalry. And this is the type of game we want to see fans back at um, in yeah. due course, of course. Um, and West Brom goalkeeper Sam Johnson, he's desperate for, for fans to return to, to Premier League games f- like this. He, he spoke about um, the, the, uh, the the Birmingham derby he once played in and he said, I do love games like that. Hostile. You're running over in the second half to your goal and the abuse you get. Coins thrown at you, pies thrown at you, bottles of piss thrown at you. It's crazy, <laughs> but I quite enjoy it weirdly. Does West Brom goalkeeper Sam not, no, he's not going to be involved in this. <laughs> no. He plays for West Brom. Well, you're talking about fans coming back in general, but yeah. I love that. Just coins, pies, bottles of bit, whatever you've got, <laughs> throw it at me. It's weird, isn't it? Because it does it does really read like a plea for people to throw piss at him. Jimmy sounds like he wants to sit on a coconut shy, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't get it. I yeah. don't understand. When, when I was, uh, oh, it's amazing. People actually go into the effort of pissing into yeah. a bottle and then throwing at me. Oh, I'm flattered um so chelsea v leeds for the younger listeners um has a long-standing rivalry which mm. came about in the 60s and obviously there's that famous um 1970 fa cup final oh my goodness um but but the whole point is charles gonna say is chelsea leeds has got the rivalry's got its own wikipedia page yeah that because it's a thing right mm. I shouldn't have called it weird, sorry. No, 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 yeah. it's fine. I wasn't going to say that. What I was going to say was, there's a great quote in the Wikipedia article. Oh, yeah. And see if you think, see if you, have a little think and see if you can guess mm-hmm. a fan of which club wrote this, okay? <laughs> the contrast between the clubs, which fueled the rivalry, mm-hmm. has been best summed up as Yorkshire Grit versus Flash Cockney. <laughs> No, I don't know about you, but I reckon that might have been a Leeds United yeah, fan. That's that. a person who has never been to Kensington. <laughs> flash you don't Cockney. get many flash con- Cockneys in Chelsea. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. People think that a Cockney is a Londoner. Or yeah, 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 or just a Southerner in some cases. That is true, yeah. Meet and three veg, you flash git. To be fair, though, does Frank Lampard sort of sum that up for a lot of Leeds fans, do you think? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. we'll see. But I, I, I'm hoping it will be a fiercely intense, um, intensive encounter because we, we want to see it. Of course yeah. we do. We, do, we, do we want to see, you know... 
the equivalent of Jack Charlton being headbutted or headbutting someone else? Do we want to see <laughs> kung fu challenges? Or Billy yes, Bremner? Actually. <laughs> yeah, we do. Bottles actually. of flying urine? No. Or flying bottles of no. urine? <laughs> Luke, That's Luke. probably a bit weird. We don't, we don't in, officially, we don't want to see that. Mm. Ask, no. us, ask us unofficially, we'll no. give you a different answer. <laughs> yeah. Off the record. And, and it's also worth pointing out that the uh, when, when the great Marcelo Bielsa got mm. busted for spying, yep. That was against Derby County, of it course, managed at the time mm-hmm. by Frank Lampard. That's why so they're, up, they're up against each other again. It's a subtext. Yeah, Lampard was a little bit annoyed at that. You remember when Bielsa did that whole kind of look? Here, here's all my uh, here's all my workings for my tactics. Yeah, and like six hours later, they were still in there, and he was going yeah. through it all. It was a spreadsheet on an overhead projector. Yeah, and uh, that I, translator really, really earned his money. Oh my he? goodness! What we think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could be like that one at Chelsea. Remember that guy? Yeah. He's still knocking around the club. I, I think someone emailed in about him a few years ago when. Uh, who was the manager? Would it have been Ranieri? It was Ranieri, I think. So, when yeah. Ranieri would sort yeah. of, you know, as you would expect, give quite a full answer and he would just look at, look like a rabbit in headlights yeah. and go, Well, Claudio says it was a game of two halves. <laughs> dilly dong, dilly ding. Yeah. <laughs> He just spoke before, before that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was the wrong way around. No, before, you know I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it'd be interesting to see uh, tactically what well, happens. Well, look, Chelsea are a good team, uh-huh. and and they've they've been great form, particularly defensively. Tim Sherwood with A levels. Um, yeah, that was a that was a quote. <laughs> I think it still kind of works. Well, Branislav Ivanovic has been full of praise for his former teammates, and especially about his managerial career so far. And he said he could become England manager one day. Yeah. Come yeah, on. I mean, possible. Just, he's just been put on the spot there, isn't he? Oh, he he's has. Just, he's just got uh, dead uh, air to That feel. is a very brief highlight from what he was saying about Lampard. Um, but uh, but it is interesting. But it, would, would we call this the Patrick Bamford derby? <laughs> or is that a stretch? I think it, given that it's got its own Wikipedia page because of the previous beef, I think uh, it's gonna. It's really Patrick Bamford is really gonna have the ghost on to make this his own. Is it? What, what is, is Bamford? Does he personify that Yorkshire grit? No. If anything, he, he personifies what Chelsea is actually like in a way. Mm, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he, did he play at all at Chelsea? No, I don't think he did in in a long time. Yeah, exactly. But uh, is he still contracted? (laughs) It's one of those ones, isn't it? I think this is going to be a good game. I I, I thoroughly uh, look forward to it. Um, Speaking of derbies, it is uh, the David Moyes derby also on the weekend. West Ham United versus Manchester United. Paul Ince derby, you know, make what you will. Um, I wish I could have got stuck into Fred on yesterday's show. That was so God. poor. Is Fred going to play? It's Friday, Luke. Treat yourself. It's yeah. so poor. I just thought it's so irresponsible. Are you as angry as Michael Owen? Is Michael Owen, Owen still angry? angry? Did he get angry about Michael it? Michael Owen, he went from with the Fred headbutt the other night, and if you can call it a headbutt, I don't like a head. Can we call these things mm. a head brush? Well, our mate Lars Sivertson, mm. um, regularly found on, on the continent over on Football Round Presents, said that if you look at the wording of the laws, mm. you can probably make an argument that isn't a sending off. Mm. But, but I think the referees tend to interpret it a certain way, yeah. don't they? Well, Michael Owen, he went from, there wasn't much in that, but it is a red card. Mm, right. Fair enough. To, you don't have to do these petulant little things to put your team at risk. True. And then he's gone too far. He said, if I was the manager of one of my players, this, he wouldn't play for me again. It's pathetic, really. <laughs> was he watching a movie while this happened? Getting more and more irate. Imagine if Trying Fred never played for Manchester United again because of that. <laughs> what was he talking about? And also, we have to... That's not, no, no. That's no. not the biggest leap here. The mm. biggest leap here is Michael Owen is Man United manager. <laughs> I, I, well, he said if he was one of my players. If, yeah. if, if I was a, fo- a professional football player mm. and Michael Owen was the manager and said, you'll never play for me again, mm. good. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think, yeah. I'm off. Can you imagine Man United give, giving a manager a job just because he was pretty good off the bench for them? Mm. You, just, you, you just wouldn't see it, we, would you? <laughs> <laughs> do you? Do you think? Do you think that the, the, the pressure's starting to build now? Right, the pressure's starting to build on them um, on on Solskjaer. And is this a game where if United get beaten? Mm-hmm. It's going to get worse and worse every time we're still in that phase. Or do you think because West Ham are a good team and because they'll be at home, it's kind of one of those things? Because it feels to me now that every time Man United get beaten, mm-hmm. he's on the chopping block, isn't he? Yeah. Peter, Peter, I know it's because they're Man United and they're a big team, but he's getting a lot of stick now. And I think the, the, the way he was, so, as Andy, I think it was, who said yesterday, the way Solskjaer was so inactive against PSG mm-hmm. on a number of different things, not just the Fred <clears> thing. He must understand the optics of that. He must understand that he's, you've got to try and affect the game. You know, he, he didn't try and do that at all. You've mentioned that he's a young manager. Well, implied in that is that he's going to improve mm. because he's young and he mm-hmm. hasn't done it that Yeah, but that's the question. He's not going to improve, is he? Well, that, that is well, the question. Anyone with a pair of working eyes and a brain, and I'm looking at you here, Marcus, yeah. you possess both those things, all three of those things. Um, no, he's not going to improve. Well, if he's not going to improve, then you've answered the question. The man is mm. a testament to mediocrity. But what about Wayne Rooney? He's about to... No, he stop to... asking me about yeah. Wayne Rooney. He ain't gonna... <laughs> it's, not, it's not relevant. Yeah, because I'm glad you've nipped that in the bud, because this ends at Sven. Um, <laughs> I think you, we, you've got to be fair to Solskjaer, though, and say that He's been in this situation a lot and he's good at getting a result when he mm-hmm. needs one mm-hmm. to, to sort of stem But they've the got some good players. This is the thing, they've got some good players. It's, just, it's almost a similar thing. I don't want to be unfair, but it's almost a similar thing with Lampard. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at the players Chelsea have brought in. Mm-hmm. Right? But we've seen improvement under Lampard. We've definitely seen improvement. And, and that's why I say it might be unfair saying that about Lampard. Mm-hmm. But the, the one thing you could really attribute to, to Lampard, I suppose, is the fact that they've done so well defensively. He's brought in Thiago Silva mm. and they've shored up what was a really obvious problem mm-hmm. and a problem that dogged him at Derby. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's definitely improvement there. If you're saying to me, do, you, do I think Frank Lampard will improve as a manager? Mm-hmm. I'll say, of course he will. Will Solskjaer? I don't think he will. I think he's, a, he's just mediocre. It's mm. interesting you mentioned Derby there. Because... Yeah. Um, Wayne Rooney? They're looking for a new manager. <laughs> John Terry and Wayne Rooney. Job swap, you know. Wayne Rooney and Solskjaer. I'm just saying that, that, that Sir Alex Ferguson and David Moyes both managed Manchester United, famously and infamously. Both have been speaking to Wayne Rooney about what's going on at Derby. And what's it's, like, it's like it's sort of the devil and the, and the, the angel on his shoulders in a way. Which one's which? Yeah. yeah. Well, presumably he knew when one of them was arriving. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Marcus, you, 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 you like Fulham, right? They're your, they're your boys, right? If yeah. they if they made a change of manager mm. because Scotty Parker wasn't doing the business, well he is, isn't he? But listen, it's yeah. a flight of fancy. I know. <laughs> Would you be happy if Solskjaer took the round reins? Uh, I- to be honest with you, I think Solskjaer uh, would would actually do quite a decent job at a lower end of the table or mid-table what, like Premier Cardiff? League side. Like Cardiff? Yeah, like, just like Cardiff. <laughs> no, I, th- I think he might do okay, actually. Because teams like that, as you saw what they did against Leicester, sometimes you need a bit of defensive stability and sort of hit teams on the break and so on. And that's hmm. that's his yeah. sort of style of play. I think that, that Solskjaer, we don't really know that much about him as a manager outside the context of Manchester United. I don't know Cardiff City fans will have their... Well, he's though. managed 380 games. Yeah. It's not, it's not like he's, you know, he's not... Brand new. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, fucking boring anyway, Solskjaer. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing interesting about this, it. This game is quite interesting because um, West Ham and, and Man United are in identical form in the Premier League. They've both won the last three, um, lost the one before that and drew the one before that. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's quite interesting, that little bit of symmetry. And uh, obviously David Moyes will be out to... to um, well, get a win, won't he? I thought you were going to say get revenge. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Get revenge. Exactly. Exactly. I'll be yeah. interested. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be. Shut your mind, you. F- 
I'll be fascinated to see if Cavani starts the game. He's starting to get mm. into a position now. He's forcing his way in, isn't he? And Rashford's not not necessarily going to be fit. So, um, I, and you can't really question or argue with what Cavani's done. You know, since he since well. he's come in. What do you mean? He's done. He's done great on the pitch. Oh, you yeah, on the pitch. Oh yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Fine. Fair point. <laughs> um, but this could be a. This could be a really. Well, it is going to be a tricky game for for for, for Man United mm-hmm. because West Ham are in decent nick, as Jim's already said. Um, let's go four to score because we are pushed four time now. It's time for Betway's four to score. Entry to Betway's four to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. Um, we've not been in brilliant form recently. I started off the season okay. Mm. I've kind of dropped off. Um, Marcus, you've had a terrible <laughs> time of it, but you're up first again because you will still get back on that horse to your to your eternal credit. Absolutely. Um, game one is... <laughs> pony. Game one is uh, Sheffield United v Leicester City. It's Sunday at 2.15. Mm-hmm. Who have you gone for? It's Jamie Vardy, the man to get me back on that pony. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a high percentage play. Yes. Good for you. Uh, game two is Spurs v Arsenal. Sunday at 4.30. Jim Campbell. So I've gone for a slightly... Um, what may appear to be a slightly out of left field pick. I know Jose Mourinho has been saying that Harry Kane might be a doubt. That's probably mind games, but you've got to take it into account. And often in games like this, where there's a lot riding on it, you get quite an unusual goal scorer. I know what you mean. Um, so I'm going to go for Eric Dyer. Okay. Blimey. All right. Okay. Interesting. Possibly I, from a set piece. Well, you know, almost certainly from a <laughs> set piece. You're not going to start him up front. Maybe he will. For what, it's, worth, for what it's worth, I think Harry Kane will play. Mm. I think he will. We didn't cover it earlier, but I think he will play. Mm. Do you think he'll play? I think Dyer's going to get the first There goal. we go. Game three is Liverpool v Wolves. That's a good one as well. Sunday evening. Um, up for that pick is Mr Andy Brassel, and here's what he had to say. Hello, Ramblers. Andy here. So uh, Liverpool versus Wolves. Uh, yes, Liverpool immensely strong at home, etc., etc. However, um, they did have a particularly exacting uh, Champions League game in the week. Uh, the injury list is absolutely huge and so for that reason I'm going to um, pick my Portuguese favourite of the moment Daniel Podence mm. I think he's going to come up with a shot goal not saying Wolves are going to win but of course on four to score it's all about the first goal scorer and I reckon Wolves might catch him cold early on with some of those Arsenal from last weekend vibes Thank you for that Andy it's worth pointing out actually that Liverpool might have up to 11 players missing through injury or other reasons. I think it might even just be through injury, actually. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, crazy. But Daniel Pudence is Andy's pick for the Sunday night game between Liverpool and Wolves. Liverpool's home record is astonishingly good, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, game four, Brighton v Southampton. That's a Monday night game. That's my game. And I've picked that guy, Danny Welbeck. Yeah, for the mm. South Coast derby. A South Coast derby. Um, fiercely contested by two huge clubs. Weird rivalry. Uh, really weird, actually, yeah. <laughs> Um, two bald men fighting over a comb. Uh, Danny Welbeck is my pick. So to sum it up, uh, our four picks for four to score this week with Betway. Jamie Vardy, Eric Dyer, Daniel Pedence and Danny Welbeck. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. You must be aged 18 or over uh, and do gamble responsibly. Jim put me off with his little little cough then. Um, for more information on that, head to begambleaware.org. Uh, that's it. There we four are. Four to score. And now it's time for what, Luke? This. One of those games is quite difficult to explain, but you'll get it as soon as you start hearing it. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's time for Luke's game. On my right, the people's champion. Oi, oi! Cruelly robbed of the lineal title last <laughs> week in a barn burner. In a barn burner! Yeah. 
It's uh, Marcus. Speller, Marcus, how are you feeling after last week's disappointment? I'm feeling fine. Yeah. Vish has been piving up a lot on Twitter. Yeah, going, I really don't. I want everybody to know I don't care about this. Yeah, exactly. Excellent work. Mm, excellent yeah. heel work. <laughs> have, you, have, you seen, have you seen a kind of decline in numbers on Marcus Mount? No, no, no. No, more, if anything. More? Yeah. Well, I British people will have a try, don't they? They do. And, uh, <laughs> and I think uh, that, that, that pe- people have been angered by Vish. Yeah. And so they've, 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 They've got themselves. They want to be known. They want their voices to be like, known. Is he like the John McEnroe? He's like uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Okay, and I'm like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Confusing. Um, and to my left, a contender who has proven himself to be something of a dark horse over the months mm-hmm. so far. Previous champion himself. Absolutely. Let's not forget. Absolutely. It's Jim Campbell. Yeah, yeah. you'll notice um, that I've actually come dressed as the studio. You yeah. have actually. Today. Yeah. You, you look I've exactly done, like the studio. Yeah, and my, my colour scheme matches the, the walls and the floor. And the reason I've done that uh, is because it's all about incremental marginal gains here. Mm, and yeah. I want, I'm baffled. I want Marcus yeah. to think that I'm just a floating head. Because yeah. if you saw a floating this head, you think fair. that's probably clever. Yeah. Yeah. This that is a thing, performance How's enhancer. it doing that? Yeah, you shouldn't so, have said it, though. Now well, he's kind of clocked it. But I think, you know, you and I both know... Luke, that Marcus is fundamentally quite mentally uncomplicated. So I think... <laughs> I, but Marcus, I, I don't think... I don't, I don't, that's, that's, I don't know whether that's good or bad. Marcus, I, I think that's disgraceful. A case in point. I think that's disgraceful. <laughs> I completely agree that it is disgraceful. Yeah, I um, don't know whether I'm being slagged off or not. Ignorance is bliss. Well, what you do know, boys, what you both do know is that to be um, successful in this game, you need yeah. your fire in your belly and yeah, your head, head in, in the, the freezer. freezer. There we go. And on that bombshell, let's get on with this. Now, my algorithm tells me, not only does the algorithm select the players, it obviously tells me who goes first. It's normally in a, in a, in a title bout, it's very easy mm. because the champion always goes second. No belts here. This is based on ranking. This is kind of like to try and jostle for position to be yes, number one contender yes, yes, yes. Um, and it's told me that Jim's actually going first Jim's first right. Jim's first <clears> this time <throat> around um, five players you know the drill here we go the first player's played for 12 clubs in total he retired in 2017 <laughs> it's always your heart sinks when you're yeah. 12 <laughs> you want yeah. like five yeah. but you just you get annoyed at them as if he played you get one <laughs> so itinerant annoying <laughs> right first player 12 clubs Yakubu oh Gordon you like uh, that? You like to hear his name? Welcome, welcome mention for him on the show. Mm. God, that is a tough one. It is tough. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Twelve clubs, mm, one. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Marcus is. Um, uh, Jim's respectfully closed his laptop. Marcus doesn't have any electronic devices available to him on that basis. Mm-hmm. Thank you for buying um, me that time. No, Luke. now I need I need a um, number from you because as, right. as ever, our listeners are the most important thing. I am going to go with three. Marcus, do I hear? Anything more from you on that? That is... That's is that the, the sweet spot, is, is it? the sweet spot, yeah. yeah. Tactically very good, Jim. Very good, Jim. Um, uh, come on. You want four? Do I, I want I think four? people want to see you bounce back after last week, so they'd probably be very happy for you to go four. They'd be very happy for that, wouldn't they? This is ridiculous. 12 bleeding clubs. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Bloody Yakubu. Okay, I need a number from you now. I'm going to hand it to Jim. Get Jim to do his three. Okay, Jim. I need three from you. Three clubs, one at a time, that Yakuba was turned out for in his 19-year career. Wow. So, uh, first off, Everton. That's correct. I believe West Brom. Sorry, mate. That is a point to Marcus, I'm afraid. See, I had three. I was going to go Middlesbrough as the other one. Yeah, Middlesbrough is correct. 
Oh, okay, Middlesbrough. So I forgot I had Everton, Portsmouth and Reading. Portsmouth, yeah. of course he played for Portsmouth, you yeah. dickhead, Jim. Reading was the other one because I remember he, t- he came back, but I, I couldn't remember the Chinese club that he played for. Okay, well, I'll run, I'll run you through them now. Maccabi Haifa's restarted. Oh, yeah. Uh, he went to Hapoel, Kafar, Saba on loan. Then he went to Portsmouth, Middlesbrough, Everton, Leicester City on loan. Ooh. Blackburn Rovers, Zhuangzhou, <sighs> uh, Al Ryan, Reading, Kaisera Sport, and he had come out of retirement, a little stint, just three appearances, I think, at Coventry City. Um, so that's but one West nil. Brom's one of those fair shouts where you go, yeah. uh, I could see him in a West Brom shirt, but unfortunately, yeah, you're, you're incorrect there. Um, so the, the next player is played for five clubs in total. Better. Marcus is first. Um, he's still playing, actually. No way. Uh, it's Marcos Alonso. Marcos Alonso. Five clubs in total. Okay. What's your opening bit, please, Marcus? Uh... Two. Ooh, Sorry, Jim. Two. <laughs> no, you're not. Jim? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go for three, obviously. Go Marcus? On, go on, do you... Oh, Jim again. That's a frustrating thing. I know what the fans are thinking. Let home. Uh, I'm, I'm playing it quite defensively there, actually. Mm-hmm. They're thinking... I don't think you have the facilities for that, big man. <laughs> so three clubs, please, Jim, yeah. that Marcos Alonso's played for, one at a time. So, of course, Chelsea? Still there, bruv. Bolton Wanderers? That's also correct. This one is a little bit of a stab in the dark. That's what I, yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Real Sociedad. Oh, afraid <laughs> yeah. not. Mate, I, that was the one. It was the Spanish club I was thinking. Yeah. 2-0 uh, to Marcus. See, that was one of those ones because I got up first. I got away with that mm. because it was it. Go on. Real Madrid. I, what, do you know why that went through my mind? He only, yeah. only played, I think, once for them. Oh, okay. Right. Bolter Wanderers. Then he went to Fiorentina. Yeah, I didn't remember that. And no. then he spent some time on like, Sunderland. Oh, then, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. And he moved to Chelsea. So it was Real Madrid. I don't, I don't know was why the not getting Fiorentina has annoyed me. I've just pictured that magnificent. Do you know that's kit. so funny because I thought he went Bolton, and then I thought he went to La Liga and then back. <clears throat> no, he went to Serie A for a bit. Okay, it's two 0 to Marcus, three to play. Jim, you're up first this time. You need to make a move now because mm. you're in trouble. <laughs> um, this guy retired in 2019. People will know him. They would have heard of him. Uh, interesting player, actually. I think good player. Uh, it's Yossi Benayoun. How many clubs? 11 clubs. 11 clubs. Oof. 11 clubs in total. This took some working out, but it's 11 clubs in total, I believe. Yossi Benayoun. Play along at home. <laughs> Get your notes app out on your phone. Once again, 11 See clubs. how many you can do. I can definitely do four, but can I go higher than that? Jim, you need to make a move here. You need to play this do, exactly spot on because there's no room for error now. Absolutely no room for error at all. Hmm. I feel like I might be forgetting an obvious one. Going to push you for a number now, please, Jim. Uh, I'm going to go... F- I'm going to play it defensive and go four and hope Marcus stumbles. Okay. I'll go five then. Okay, do you want six? No. Okay, so Marcus, I need you for the first time today mm-hmm. to name um, a list. Of I need to have a go, don't I? Yossi I can't Benayoun's just sort of sit back. That's You've fair. bid five. Yeah. Um, so please do them one at a time now. Okay. Arsenal. That's correct. Chelsea. That's also correct. Um, West Ham. Correct. Liverpool. Correct. This is for the win. <laughs> and this is the one I'm not sure about. Portsmouth. Portsmouth, you say, for the win. Come on. What button am I going to press? Wrong ah! oh, that was naughty. I, I was going to, I would have guessed it. Um, um, 
uh, Hapoel Tel Aviv. I would have, get, it would have been a guess. For some reason, I just thought, did he have a little stint when Portsmouth was signing everybody? Hapoel Beer Shavers restarted. Oh. Maccabi Haifa, Racing Santander, West Ham, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, West Ham again, QPR. Ah, QPR. Maccabi Haifa, Maccabi Tel Aviv, Beta Jerusalem, Maccabi Petah Tikva, Israeli Jerusalem <laughs> again. Um, so that's 2-1. You know, it was Paul, but when you said QPR, I was like, yeah, that was it. It was one yeah, of those that, clubs. I think it was on the red nap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> this is the fourth player. Marcus, you're up first. You're 2-1 up. If you mm-hmm. get this one, you won. Uh, he's played for four clubs in total. He retired last year. It's Robin Van Persie. RVP. Jim's face is lit up there. It has, hasn't Absolutely it? lit up. He got a chance to steal it and go 2-2 if you don't get this right. Four clubs in total, please. That's very frustrating because I think Jim's got all four. Um, Jim's not saying anything I think a lot of our listeners will, will know these I think he's obviously a super modern player superstar as well oh, this is so mm. poor this is so poor I should have all four oh Jim you, I'm not 100% on all four could be a twist uh, in the tail Jim don't say anything <laughs> do yourself a, do yourself a disservice an honourable man Jim it's like, it's like playing against the Scandinavian side you know you're yeah. in for a tough game but it's gonna, a fair oh, game am I honourable or do I just not understand yeah. mind games <laughs> It's worth thinking about. Oh, again, I don't understand what you're going on about. Right, that. you're allowing him to stall, yeah. and I've got a nip it in the bud. So I need a bid from right, you, please. I'll go three. Three. Can you do four? Yes. I, I thought, thought you could. Yeah. Okay, so Jim, you need to name all four players, uh, four players, four teams, sorry, that Robin Van Persie's played for in his career, which went from 2001 to 2019. One at a time, please. Off you go. I'm not 100% on this. Oh, here we go. Uh, but I'm going to go Feyenoord. That's correct. Great. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, obviously. Correct. Man United, obviously, still Correct. hurts. And this is the one, again, I'm not 100% sure on, but I think, I think Fenerbahce. We must have oh, a decider. Yeah. God. Correct. Well done, Jim. Thank God. So started and ended his career at Feyenoord and then played to those other three clubs in between as you've... Uh, Fenerbahce is the one I just... I was a bit yeah. like, ah, I've sod it. Okay, Jim's up first for the decider. It's two all. Go what on, Jimmy. A, another barn burner. Yeah. This is why Mark is the people's champion because he's regularly in these type of fixtures. <laughs> yeah. It's just so dramatic. Do not put a barn near Marcus Speller. No, he'll, he'll burn it down. Flames. He will burn it down. <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to store whatever... You, store your tractors in a bunch of ash <laughs> if Speller's around. <laughs> right, here we go. Uh, Jim goes first yes he does eight clubs in total retired in 2014 a very very well known player turned out for his nation as well um, eight clubs in total Wayne Bridge Wayne oh, Bridge Bridge-o. Wayne Stamford as James BT used to call him eight clubs mm-hmm. going to go four okay Marcus do I hear five from you <sighs> go on then Jim, do I hear six from you? You do not. Okay, so this is from you know that if Marcus gets these five, he wins. Yeah. Okay. Five clubs, please, Marcus, that Wayne Bridge has played for, one at a time. It's in your hands now, brother. It's to pow, China in your hand, mm. to complete the 80s references for the show. I really regret saying I'll do five. Well, you're gonna have to try now. <laughs> uh Chelsea. Correct. Manchester City. Correct. West Ham. Correct. Southampton. Start of this career, they're correct. One more for the win. Derby County. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to win. Let me add a little bit of <laughs> to that. Derby County, you say? Derby County. Jim Cow! Oh, Jimmy's done it! Two defeats, the row. Two defeats in the row for Marcus Speller. Damn it all. Wayne Bridge has not played for Derby County. He has, however, Marcus, mm. played for Fulham. Of oh, course. bloody hell. That's Southampton, really Chelsea, Fulham, Man City, West Ham, Sunderland, Brighton and Hove Albion and ended his career 
at Reading. Reading. Reading was the one. Jim Campbell wins. Well Jimmy's played, you. done it. Marcus, were you thrown by my camouflage? It's very much. Do you know I what? Think about in future. I can't even see you. Uh, <laughs> who's say, who's <laughs> saying that? Yeah, exactly. I don't know who's saying that. <laughs> he's like buzzing around me. He's come from nowhere. He's the flea. He's like messy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, uh, Marcus, two defeats in a row. Yeah. Disappointing for you. Very disappointing. Uh, Jim, you have now beaten the guy who was the champion. You've been the champion in the past. Do you have a message for Vish? Um, yeah, uh, that uh, I, I look forward to um, embarrassing him. Great. I, I look forward to making him care about this. Yeah, because it's <laughs> a disgrace that he doesn't. Mm. This is the most important game people care podcasting. About this. Exactly, means a lot to the people out there, and Jish needs to know better. What a comeback from Jib two 0 down. Mm. He was, I think, great stuff. Marvelous. Yeah, you love to see it. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very Cut much for own goals, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview, sponsored by Bet. It's been an absolute pleasure until Monday. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 